More on taking control of iCloud with Joe Kissel. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon patrons. Help support Mac Voices and gain access to the Mac Voices Slack and Mac Voices After Dark at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a two-part conversation with Joe Kissel, the author of Take Control of iCloud 8th Edition. As the 8th edition would indicate, there's a lot new here. Joe talked about some of it in the last edition of Mac Voices. This time, we dig into things like using your own domain with iCloud email, uh, some of the many changes that have come to iCloud email, and some of the privacy changes that have come to iCloud as well. Let's go back and let Joe do the talking. Um, you know, I've been asking a lot of questions here, but you know, tell me what I need to know about iCloud and the book at this point. You know, good, okay. bad, indifference. One of the things that really surprised me when I was working on this book is how much effort Apple has put into iCloud for Windows. Now, we we know that in uh, Monterey and iOS 15, iPadOS 15, you can now have a FaceTime conversation with somebody using a Windows computer or an Android phone or whatever. And I was surprised at that. I was surprised at Apple actually embracing other platforms that way. And, and good for them because not everybody has Apple stuff. So that's great. I... I was similarly surprised to see Apple put really any effort at all into iCloud for Windows. And they they not only uh, you know are continuing to develop it, but they expanded what you can do with photos in iCloud for Windows. They very, very significantly expanded what you can do with passwords. You can now sync your iCloud keychain to a Windows PC. That just... Wow, they have a they have a browser extension for Microsoft Edge on Windows, not on the Mac, mind you, but on Windows they have an extension for Microsoft Edge. You can fill in your iCloud keychain passwords. What? So I mean, I I use Windows only only to the extent I need to do so to write my books when I mention cross platform features like these. Okay, but. But uh, hey, this is great. You know, some people uh, just prefer using Windows, and some people have to use Windows. And I am, I am very, very happy that Apple is bringing a bunch more aspects of iCloud to Windows. So, you know, like I know this is Mac Voices, so I, I think I'm not really, you know, most of the people listening to or watching this don't care. But I'm just saying that's a thing. Um, there are some new uh, account recovery features. So if you get locked out of your account or you lose your password or you die, uh, there, there are now new methods that you or your executor, your loved ones can use to get at your stuff. And uh, Glenn has written about this kind of stuff extensively in his Apple ID book. And I have said a few things about digital legacy and take control of your digital legacy, which needs to be updated. And we'll get to that another day. But anyway, um, it's nice to see Apple uh, noticing that people die and uh, noticing that people sometimes lose their devices or their devices get stolen or they forget their passwords and giving them, you know, more 
more avenues to deal with that kind of stuff. So those are, those are a couple of the, the sort of smaller things. Uh, some of the bigger things, I mean, iCloud Plus, iCloud Plus. I love iCloud Plus. I, I didn't think I would, but you know, it, it's not exactly new, but it's certainly new since the last edition of this book. And anybody paying for extra storage uh, for iCloud, whether it's 99 cents uh, a month or, or 10 bucks a month or whatever, you know, a level you've chosen, you not only get the extra storage, which is the same as it was before, but you get all these additional features. You get new security and privacy features. And um, if you have if you have one of the um, home security cameras that uses uh, what's it called? I can never remember the name of it. Uh, HomeKit Secure Video. HomeKit Secure Video. If you have one of those, um, you now get tons and tons of cloud storage for uh, video clips from your uh, home security camera, and you know new features added to Safari and new features added to Mail and all kinds of all kinds of good stuff that is only available to pay, but you only have to pay 99 cents a month. It doesn't matter how much you pay, you still get access to these features. So uh, I'm all about iCloud Plus and um, do, do have a whole big new chapter on iCloud Plus in the book and uh, can't, can't say enough good things about it. Um, another thing that I was kind of, and we can like go back, I, I'm, I'm sure you're thinking, yeah, I want to, and, and Kissel just keeps talking. But uh, I, I just want to mention one, one other one other thing that I think is really cool, and I talk about in the book, um, is a feature that used to exist back in the .dot Mac days and the mobile me days, that went away with iCloud, and now it's back in a in a somewhat different form. It used to be that if you had your own domain name, you could uh, use that domain name with your Apple email and and you know stuff would get sent to your apple email account but it would be you know addressed to your own um, domain name and that went away with icloud now it's back so for the first time in many many years those people who prefer to have apple uh, process and deliver uh, their email but uh, also prefer not to have their address end in icloud.com have uh, an option. So I'm really happy that that is back. So that's just, just to get you started, you know, just, just, just to give you a few things to chew on. Well, that, that last one is interesting because, so that's, that's different than the, the, uh, the relay aspect of iCloud. Yes. Yes. So let me, let me address that first, since I hadn't actually gotten that yet. That's a, that's one of these iCloud plus uh, features. Well, Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I might, I might, I might kind of get on a rabbit hole here. But so there's there's iCloud Private Relay, which is sort of a VPN ish, a VPN like feature that uh, basically, when you're using Safari and in a certain few other certain situations, will prevent the site on the other end from knowing your uh, your real IP address or your location. So this is a privacy enhancing feature because without this turned on and unless you use a VPN or some other some other tool, just by going to another website, that website can say, oh, I, I have that person's IP address and that tells me 
a couple of things. It tells me where they are geographically, sometimes down to the, the street address. And uh, because I can associate that IP address with information that I've gotten from, you know, all these tracking cookies and advertising and, you know, other, other visits to this site, I now have a profile on this person. I may or may not know their name, but I know that on February 3rd, they did a search for Nike sneakers. So therefore, I'm going to show them an ad for Nike sneakers. So if you think that kind of stuff is creepy, and I know I do, um, using this, this private relay feature will, will help to, to protect your privacy. Then there's another totally separate feature called Hide My Email. And with Hide My Email... You say, okay, well, I'm, I, I, I need to give somebody my email address, you know, that attractive person I met in the bar or the, you know, the company I'm applying for a job for or uh, some possibly suspicious website, take control books, what is that? Um, and you don't want to give them your real address, but you want to make sure that you can actually get email from them. So this new feature, it's built into, uh, you know, Monterey and iOS 15, and, and it's built into Apple Mail. And you can just, when you choose the from address, instead of choosing one of your own addresses, you just hide my email, and then Apple makes up an address for you. And it's something, something, something at, at uh, iCloud.com. And that's the address you give out. And you can say, okay, any mail that comes into this address, I want you, Apple, to forward it to me at this other address, any of your addresses, you can have it forwarded to. So the, the person on the other end can email you, but they don't know your real email address. And if you start getting spam from them or whatever, you just don't want them to contact you anymore, you can just delete that address and nothing anybody can do about it. So, um, so that's hide. so that's hide my email and all of those things the, the private relay and the hide my email, those are great new features in iCloud, but those are totally separate from the custom domain names that in addition to those things, you can also say, well, I'm the Joe at takecontrolbooks.com. Um, I could set up iCloud so that all of the takecontrolbooks.com email is handled uh, by Apple. I, I choose not to do two reasons, but I could. I could if I wanted to. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon sponsors. Support Mac Voices at any level and gain access to the Mac Voices Slack, where you can interact with the Mac Voices live crew, participate in our discussions, and get your questions answered. You also get access to Mac Voices After Dark, the uncensored, unscripted, and always enjoyable discussions before and after the Mac Voices live show. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices, and thanks for supporting Mac Voices. Joe, sort of along those lines, um, how difficult is this stuff to set up? I mean, it sounds great, and it sounds cool, and definitely there's a lot of security advantages. But is uh, you've gone through the process. Is it something that the quote-unquote average user can do and feel feel good about it? The, the only one of these features that I would say is not particularly user-friendly is that last one, is the custom domain name. So 
you could go on to the iCloud website and say, well, I want to use whatever. I want to use takecontrolbooks.com with my uh, Apple email because I own that domain name. I will first say, you know, for a person to own their own domain name at all implies, I think, at least a smidgen of technical acumen. I mean, my mom is not going to go out and buy a domain name. Like, she's smart, but I think that whole concept would just, you know. Uh, so you have to have at least you know, a smidgen of technical wherewithal to even to even own your own domain name in the first place. So Apple is going to have you fill out a form and say, okay, you know, this is the domain name and these are the email addresses I want to use that domain name and, and, and all this stuff. And it's going to say, okay, great. So now that you've done that, you need to go to your uh, domain registrar or your DNS provider, which may or may not be the same company, and go fiddle around with these settings. And that's where it gets weird. Now, I have, <laughs> I own, I, I like dozens of domain names and I have I have done all kinds of super weird advanced DNS management and changing name servers and putting in MX records and all that stuff uh, that's totally old hat for me no problem at all but uh, for people who are unaccustomed to that kind of stuff unfortunately Apple's Apple's instructions are only kind of general like they can't they can't offer instructions for every single registrar and dns provider out there if you use easy dns you're going to do it one way if you use godaddy you're going to do it another way if you use like there's a million of them right so uh so if if that that is that is the point at which i would predict a lot of people would get hung up um it's not for, from my point of view, it's not hard. You just you just got to go in and set up a record for. But if if you are the sort of person who gets a scowl on your face <laughs> when when the whole notion of editing DNS records comes up, maybe that's not a feature for you. Okay, that's good. That's good. Joe, I know we could go for hours um, because there's yeah. so many aspects of iCloud. But uh, any before we wrap up, anything that you know put, to put a bottom line on it um, before we talk about the specifics of the book. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's new stuff with Find My and uh, so there's so many things we 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 things things that we barely touched on and things we didn't even mention. But there's just a lot of new stuff in it. You know, at, at Take Control, we we try to to find things that confuse people, things that cause people pain, and things that frustrate people, and figure that stuff out as best we can, and say, okay, okay, we looked into it, and here's what you got to know. So, uh, iCloud has become one of those things. It's not simply a well, you enter your email address and password and boom, you got iCloud. Oh, check some boxes and the stuff syncs and that's it. I wish it were that way. But in fact, a lot of it is really confusing. And a lot of it, you know, when things go wrong, it's hard to figure out what, what is the cause of this? And so the point of this book is to explain as much as possible what's going on and what parts of it you can affect and what parts of it you can't affect. And 
I, I don't have the solution to every problem, but I have the solutions to some problems. And at least you will, you will kind of know more about what is going on behind the scenes. A simple thing like, should I check this box or not? could have big consequences, like when you get into the documents and uh, desktop sync. So that's kind of stuff the book talks about. It it, it has grown to 230 pages. And uh, I, I, I think anybody who uses iCloud should really have this information available to them. Even if you don't read the whole thing, just having it as a reference for when you do have those questions and you will have those questions, I think would be very a good idea. I, you know, I would agree with that, and I know we're we're talking the book up, but at the same time, the cloud is still something that some folks, a lot of folks, are struggling with at different levels, uh, understanding it, learning to use it, learning to use it effectively, and the fact that there are a few places, because, look, let's face it, I mean, we're talking iCloud today, but there are a lot of cloud services out there, and they each oh, yeah. have hiccup. They each have hiccups and little idiosyncrasies, and boxes to check. That you know, if you're not sure you know what you're doing, then you know. It, I, I just had the situation with Dropbox where, you know, I I had not checked something that should have been checked, and I couldn't figure out what was going on, and so it took me about four hours to figure it out. And then once it did, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense, you know. But yeah. I didn't have a guide, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, the price, upgrade information, all that stuff that we usually talk about. Right. So that's a fourteen ninety nine book. If you had any previous edition, even the first edition of Take Control of iCloud back in two thousand and um, it's uh, it's five bucks to upgrade. So you know, we almost every time we release a new book, someone will write to me and say, "What." I thought all updates were free forever. I'm like, I never promised that. Like, I mean, we, we put out a lot, a lot of free updates, but I never promised that all updates would be free forever because like I have to eat and uh, I have to pay my editor. I mean, you know, people, people don't write books for free. People don't edit books for free. Uh, I, just just because stuff has changed, I can't put weeks of my life into something and then just give it away because I because I'm not infinitely wealthy. So uh, so we we try to be as generous as we possibly can. I mean, you're saving two thirds of the price of a new book when you upgrade. You don't have to upgrade, but we we'd love for you to because you'll have the very very latest information. But five bucks to update. Uh, if there is a version, let's say 8.0.1, informed sources tell me that is definitely going to happen probably before you see this. Because <laughs> bugs happen, you know, that'll be free. You know, if there's an 8.1, that'll be free. Uh, some point down the road, there's bound to be a ninth edition, and we're going to ask you to pay for that. But uh, we, we, we think that our, our prices are more than fair. And um, so 15 bucks new, five bucks for an upgrade. And as always, if you, uh, even if you're buying it new, if you put three full price books uh, in your cart or more than three, you get 30% off. So there you go. Yeah. And for this kind of thing, you have, you really, really have to have the current information or as current as you can get because things yeah. change. And just over the course of time, Joe and I've been talking about this particular book and iCloud. So many things have changed that things that 
you could trust things. Maybe you now you couldn't trust. Now you can trust. Um, and issues that have come up and new features like the private relay chat. So, uh, yeah, there's there's just always always changes. Joe, it's so good to have you back. I I, I hope you get all the uh, the domestic stuff straightened out um, that comes with any move, and that uh, but at least you're you're back in the saddle and uh, producing stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. You know, the thing that I have been looking forward to so much for months is just like having my office set up, having my desk, like my desk, not just like a, a tray table that I bought for. 25 bucks because I had to have something to put my computer, but like my actual desk, all of my equipment around me and, uh, and to have all these gigantic projects that I've been working on for months and months and months be done so that I can just work. Like I, it's not, it, a lot of people are like, Oh, well I have to go to work, but no, like I'm, I get to go to work. I, I get to do what I, what I, what I do for a living, what I like doing. But, um, I, I haven't been able to do that for so long and I'm, I'm glad that uh, once again, I can. And I do think that in the next, you know, a couple of months or so, the pace of new releases will, will pick up quite a bit. Well, you know, you're welcome back here uh, anytime along with any of the other take control authors. Um, we try to get on everybody we can, especially if the, the updates, even if they're point one updates are, are significant. Um, sometimes I know it's just a matter of a couple T's and I's being dotted and crossed, but you know we we try to make sure that folks have an idea of what of what the upgrades are and why they should upgrade. So right on. Takecontrolbooks.com is where you go, folks, to get this book That's from Joe and all the other great books from all the other great authors. Joe, we'll see you back here again soon. I hope. Definitely. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Excellent, folks. I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Go to takecontrolbooks.com. Get yourself educated. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.